Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited today. I'm going to have a guest. And uh, he was going to be in-house with me, but <laughs> we decided it might be safer to stay separate. Not because I'm going to get all riled up, although I probably will. But uh, reality of COVID hits home when uh, someone gets exposed to it. And uh, that happened to my guest. And so we're going to keep it on the telephone today. But first, we're going to go to the Lord of Prayer, and that is in person. And I'm not worried about COVID there at all. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we pray to you for peace. Father, we are thankful for your love and your grace and your mercy. And yet, as children, we are constantly asking for more. Father, we pray pray for your peace upon this nation We pray for your protection upon your people. My mind went back this morning, Father, to the, to your word from Joshua. The fall of Jericho. Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand and Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have come. And Joshua fell down. May we be from the army of the Lord, not from the right, not from the left, but from you, Father. Abba, Father, America is yours. And we have corrupted and defiled it. May we now be willing to take off our sandals, as the angel told Joshua in the scripture, and bow to you and only you. Look to you and only you for our guidance and our wisdom and for strength, Father. Today, it appears that your people are divided here in this nation. Unite us, O God. And bring America home to you. For such a time as this, may I be your instrument. Show us each day the path you would have us to take. We pray, Father. We pray and ask for your truth and justice, which is kind of scary. And may your will be done. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Life and death. Remembering this day has numerous mixed emotions for me. On January 6th of 2014, my youngest son's wife gave birth to their first child, a little girl. She's eight today. On January 6th of 2015, 
my mother passed away after a very long battle with Alzheimer's. January 6th, a day of life and death. When I gave a speech in Wyoming a few years ago to the Republican convention there, I started with, Liberty was dead to begin with. A line I reinvented from the Christmas Carol, if you'll go back and read, that's one of the very first lines in it. Then I told how some people did something, referring to our founding fathers and and their grievances and ultimate war with King George III. I quoted him. I quoted many of the founding fathers, but Hamilton's quote began the journey. There's a certain enthusiasm in liberty, causing mankind to rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. Life or death. Life and liberty are words forefront in many of our our documents, our national documents, our constitution, our declaration of independence, and more. Our founding fathers held fast to those words. January 6th. Liberty or tyranny? Democracy was not what our founding fathers wanted, but it is what D.C. wants. The right and the left. Do not be deceived. There is no temple of democracy in America. There is something called the People's House. Yesterday was shocking to some, not necessarily to me, but Senator Ted Cruz confirmed yesterday, January 6th, as a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. A terrorist attack. Despite the fact that none of the protesters and only a few of the million people that were there that day actually turned into rioting, but none of them, none of them were armed. It was very poorly planned if it was an insurrection or a terrorist attack. They did bad things, and I will not deny that. They destroyed property. They entered in a way that they should not have. But it was not planned by the protesters, and it was not an insurrection. It is a shame this happened. But without sounding all conspiratory, there is much more to the history of January 6th than we the people are being told or being allowed to know. We're in trouble, America. We're in a deep state of trouble. Now you must remember... Who exactly hires the deep state (laughs) or appoints them? And how long have they held these positions in the deep state? Well, we have Congress people who are some of those who hired them and, and some of those persons, those Congress persons have been servicing America for 30 or 40 years. I really liked Attorney General Will, Bill, Bill Barr. He was supposedly a man of integrity and standing for law and order and and a conservative. He said that he believed there was questionable things that took place during the election. But he made no attempt to investigate. Nor did he truly go after the mostly peaceful rioters of 2020. Complained about them, but he didn't do anything. He did walk with the president the day the Antifa mob tried to burn a church down right by the White House. Yesterday... Attorney General, a man who is not known for his wisdom and integrity, vows to capture all J6 perpetrators at any level. I think we can all guess what at any level means. 
They're going after President Trump and those who were faithful to him and his administration. How about Americans who attend rallies he hosts? How about talk shows who defend the First Amendment and the Second? All of them? Is that what any level means? It's easy to blame the left as we see our nation falling. And while we were told earlier this week by a Republican that the GOP is ready to fight the Dems, what does that mean? Ted Cruz seems to be ready to join the Attorney General Garland in his arrest of J6 people. Parents who disapprove of porn and racism in their schools, is that somebody they're going to go after? The unvaxxed? Carrying a flag is violent, is violent to some of them. They don't believe in it. Singing the national anthem is making a statement. Going to church, expressing your faith in God, your pride in America. These are all acts of hate according to certain people in this current regime. But the Republicans pretend to be with you. Perhaps the GOP anyway. Perhaps they are the most dangerous of all, the wolves in sheep clothing, who turn as and say, J6 was a terrorist attack. I've taken up most of the morning here with my monologue, and I want to get back to it, but I want to bring on our guest. And he is, you probably, some of you in the local area will know him. He's Larry Crawford. He's a friend. He's a retired representative here in this area. And he used to run what we called a full-service gas station. I miss those. Larry Crawford, welcome to CSC Talk Radio. How are you? Doing fine, Beth. Good, uh, good to hear you, and thanks for being on the show. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here. You hear the music. I get a little long-winded, so we're going to go into this break, and we'll talk a little bit. I told him if he was comfortable with it, we're going to talk about January 6th and discuss some of the things that we think we know and that we've read and uh, what we kind of gather from what's happened and how it's being perceived to the American people. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be back with Larry Crawford. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty, the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings Liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I had invited Larry Crawford to be with us today. We kind of met back up at a Sarah Walsh fundraiser, and uh, I said, you know, you ought to do the show with me, and we may have you do that more often and have you actually come in. <laughs> you can stay away from the sick people. <laughs> They're all over the place right now, so you really can't stay away from them. I hope he's doing okay. I hope he's getting along all right. Um uh, Larry, I do remember the full service station. I want people to know that uh, Larry and I go way back. My husband trusted Larry to work on our vehicles when he had the gas station. I, I trusted Larry to check my oil and clean my windshield because I didn't like to get out of the car. <laughs> and our kids are best friends. He's got a boy that is a really good friend of my second son and uh Eric and Corey go way back, and and it's fun watching the kids grow, and and now they're starting to make us feel old. But anyway, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. But Larry, um, one reason I invited you to be on is is something that you said. I know that being in politics for the years that you were, and you were under fire, and I didn't realize how much until you and I shared that one day here in the office. Um. You get burned out. You, you, you know, you fight and you fight and, and, uh, you don't really feel, I'm sure you didn't feel very appreciated and I didn't know the battle you were going through. Uh, Larry actually was instrumental with, uh, supporting our Second Amendment and things here in, in Missouri. But Larry, we can't allow ourselves and I feel burned out from time to time. Rudy thought I was losing it yesterday afternoon. I got so, uh, I told him I was just pouty, but you get to feel that way after a while, um, just because we care and love so much about, loves this country so much. And I do want to tell you thank you, not just for your full service at the gas station, <laughs> but for your full service as, as a citizen of Missouri. Thank you so much for all that you did. Well, thank you for that nice compliment. It, um, yeah, you can get burned out. It's, uh, it was pretty intense. It was a good time in the legislature and uh, struggled 
struggled and struggled in the minority after the <laughs> House had been 48 years in the minority and and was able to get some little things accomplished. But once we took the majority, then um, things like concealed carry and uh, some transportation uh, reform bills came through. And, and I think things that made a difference in the lives of people here in Missouri uh, so, yeah, you get worn down a little bit. I haven't fought the long, the good fight as long as you have. And I <laughs> no, I think you, you did. And, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is a fight and it's something that I'm trying to encourage everyone to get into and, uh, uh, pay attention to. Um, it's, um, this January 6th that they're, and not that it shouldn't be remembered. I don't mean that at all. But how it's being portrayed to the American people is wrong. Uh, we know that they're hiding things. They won't, I mean, there's like 14,000, um, hours of tape that they will not videotape that they won't let the American people see. Uh, we have a lot of questions. I sent some, I sent some information to you last night. I, I did it kind of late, so I don't know if you've had time to look at it or not. But if you, if you ever go, to American greatness, and my listeners have heard me say this over and over again. American greatness, it's amgreatness.com, and uh, they have some great writers. I don't always agree with all of them, but it is from um, Dennis Prager, Prager University, and they are really trying hard to to bring some common sense back and to do true journalism, not just pointing fingers at everything. But question, 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 question. And right now, Larry, we're not allowed to question. And that's, that's kind of, that's scary in and of itself in the United States. Yes, it depends on your political stance. Are you, whether you're left or right, seems as though the left can question everything and, uh, the press, the mainstream press supports them and goes along with whichever direction the wind blows. But if you happen to, to be a Christian, if you happen to be a conservative, uh, those are all bad things, and, and you're just not allowed. And that's that's very concerning. I, uh, You know, I've never participated in a protest. I, you know, understand that's our First Amendment right. It's just not my style of doing things. So there are things about the January 6th that I'm concerned about. But you're exactly right. The, the portrayal of an insurrection and and a violent uh, terrorist attack. <laughs> oh, a terrorist attack! They're pretty yeah, bad terrorists. They didn't have any bombs. They didn't have any weapons. <laughs> Just had flags. No, no, I can tell you. I can tell you, folks, that uh, believe that the election was stolen were. Uh, <laughs> If, if they would have wanted to make an attack, they would have had weapons and they would have been prepared. This is there. There's a lot of questions. I mean, I I uh, look back. I mean, it's sort of like did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, this this there's a lot of questions around January 6th mm-hmm. and uh, more questions than there are answers right now. You know, that's another thing, and, and this is chasing a rabbit, and we're only going to go so far with this rabbit. That was another thing that disappointed me. I really liked Attorney General Barr, but he would not investigate any further the Epstein suicide. He just took it as it was, and that was it. It dropped, and that bothered me. 
I don't think anybody in America really believes that that was a suicide. <laughs> well, I actually have some experience. I don't know how much you know about that in corrections. And uh, I can, you know, that everybody should question that. That's just unbelievable, the, the circumstances surrounding that. So um, January 6th, there's, we're being misled. I think the, the people are being very, very misled. But also, uh, the state, we're in such a free fall as far as, uh, as far as the United States and and the way the world views us and the way that we're headed socially and, and the government has our economy, the inflation, that type of thing. This is a deflection. I, I just really believe that they're trying to keep something alive, pending it, of course, on, on former President Trump. And it's really a deflection because look at the look at the numbers of support for the president and the vice president. I mean, it's just it's just in a freefall. Oh, oh yeah, the current vice, the current president, vice president. Yes, yes. yes. nobody yes. believes that they're they're pulling the strings. I don't believe they are. Um, you know, we've seen. And it was kind of a joke here earlier this week about I can't remember what. Uh, news source I was looking at, but they keep changing the the background for Biden. So where is he actually that they keep changing the background, moving, you know, making it look like he's in the White House or he's somewhere else. They just keep moving the background, changing it. And uh but the the January sixth, I'm I'm gonna go back to some of my monologue that I didn't get to. What do you think when a, a politician, now Barack Obama said this, we're going to fundamentally change America. What kind of a statement do you see that as? Most of us just kind of laughed it off and, and, uh, we didn't like it, but what kind of a statement do you think that is? Isn't that kind of an insurrectionist statement? We're going to fundamentally, that means they're going to change the foundation of this country. Fundamentally change. How do you see Correct. that? Correct. I I don't know. How, I don't I don't know how a president can get away with making a statement like that and not following it up with. And here's how. <laughs> um, it's scary. It is scary. Um, and you know, a lot of the things that I read, they will point at the left, the Democrats, and, and I am a registered Republican, but I really consider myself more of an independent. I, I really, I'm not, I'm not a party person. I don't like, I don't like the two party system. I think it has gone corrupt. They're full of power. They're power hungry. And, uh, they keep legislating against our Constitution instead of for it. Um, they don't guard are the purse like they're supposed to. They've got us in debt. It's unsustainable. It's going to crash. It has to crash eventually. We don't know when that'll happen. But they're doing everything they're not supposed to do, and they're not doing the things that are really on their job description, like protect our borders, guard our Constitution, protect our liberties. They're not doing any of those things. And and the economy, they're supposed to take care of that and protect it and trade. But they... They're just too busy cutting deals. I call them, I call them DC occupiers occupying offices and cutting deals. They're not representing the people. But I hear the music again. <laughs> We're heading into a break. You know, I want to, I want to 
talk about this fundamentally change America a little bit more. We've heard of Barack Obama. We've heard the Democrat Party likes to speak it really loud. The, the Republican Party doesn't say that, yet they go along with the legislation. They go along with that stuff. They did not, they did not vote out or defund Obamacare or the Planned Parenthood. They didn't do any of the things they said they were going to do. So, and they wouldn't give the president the wall. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. It's January 6th. We're talking about that just somewhat pretty hard <laughs> with Larry Crawford, and we'll be right back. He's uh, retired from being a representative here in the state, and I think he's enjoying his family. He's got, he's one person I know that's got more grandchildren than me. I'm a little bit jealous, but, <laughs> but we're here for them, aren't we, Larry? We certainly are, and it's, it's great to have grandkids. <laughs> it's great. I even have great grandchildren, so. I've got. Well, you beat me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My oldest son, who was the voice on that last little uh, segment on liberty that you heard, I wrote that, and and Alden, my oldest boy, uh, uh, recorded that for me. Um, you know, it's uh, there's so many things that are not being discussed, and I know this morning I would not listen to her even if I could. But Liz Cheney was supposed to say what they have come up with and their next step is this committee. The committee is investigating the president and his people, not what actually happened. And I saw last night, did, were you able to watch Newsmax last night? I did. Or, I did watch most of that. And That uh, one yeah. that one police officer, that was curious to me. What What did you think about that, that? He claimed he got beat up, but then they were interviewing him, and he didn't show any signs of having been beaten. Yeah, it's, he's been widely discredited, and I think he was a mouthpiece uh, to try to make some sense out of things that aren't lining up to make sense. You know, why the National Guard was ready, and when you have a, a protest of that magnitude, that many people in town needed to be there, and they weren't. And then they weren't called in after it started. And anyway, there's just so many things that don't make sense. I was trying um, to remember, was it a, it was a week or two weeks later? When was it that she actually brought in the National Guard and had 10,000 troops around there, 25,000 troops? And then they were abused. They weren't getting places to sleep and, and had the, the wire, like prison wire around the Capitol, the Temple of Democracy, as she calls it. Um, we call it the People's House. And, but she was the one who made the decision not to have them there on January 6th. Exactly. That's, she is responsible, the House, and as leader of the House, she's responsible for the security, and, and there really wasn't any security. And then I thought one thing in the, that the program brought out last night is that how many people were plainclothes FBI, 
Secret Service, yes. whatever, uh, government officials, among the protesters, that there always are, and, uh, you know, they could have probably were instigators uh, in some of this. It was even identified as people yelling, Fed, Fed, when, the, you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to get them to go inside the Capitol. And you could just see it was a fairly, it was a very peaceful protest. As compared to out in Seattle, 2020s riots, where they yeah. call it the summer of love, and they were part of police cars <laughs> and, and and turned them up on their side, and and all kind of acts, lighting dumpsters, all kind of acts of arson and violence. This uh, and that was called, you know, the the reporters stand there with buildings behind them and say, "This is generally a peaceful protest, <laughs> mostly <But>, uh, peaceful." <laughs> uh, I, it's laughable that people even bought it, you know. It's like, uh, they seem to be burning buildings down. And then, of course, they went into that one. They took over the precinct, the police precinct in the one city. I think that was yes. Portland, too, but I'm not sure. It might have been another one. It's um, it's amazing to me how the American people have, re- have remained so patient. And it was, you know, I can't think of the guy's name, but, you know, the the... Medias will tell us we had, you know, a couple hundred thousand people there. But the one guy that was um, the head of the police in um, in New York under Rudy Giuliani, he was there with the president, Trump, and he said there was probably about a million people there that day. A million people is a lot of Americans. And uh, I could understand why they would have police or, or FBI there to keep it calm, but that's not the case. They were the ones saying to do this, to go into the Capitol. And at one point on that day, and I haven't seen this uh, too many times since then, I've seen it a couple of times, the crowd saw people going into the building and they started yelling, no, it's Antifa, don't do it, don't do it. But you know how sheep can be led. I mean, you know, that's what, democracy is mob rule. And you can move, you can move a mob. You can, you can cause, you know, a mob to do whatever you want them to do if you just instigate it. And I think that's what happened that day. And I think they wanted it to happen. And I'm not a big conspiracy theory person. Just trying to sift through what we do know and what they're not allowing us to know makes people come to that conclusion. Pelosi must have wanted something to happen. Maybe she knew something was going to happen. Now, I was reading something today, and it was one of those articles I sent you, and I had either not remembered it or forgotten it, whichever the case may be, <laughs> that that there had been pipe bombs planted at the Republican National Committee and the Democrat National Committee on January 5th. I didn't remember that. I guess they didn't go off. They They had the scare and stopped it, but I had forgotten about that. I... Yeah, I didn't really know about that at all uh, until I saw that, so I can't really speak to that. But, you know, if you look at the outcome of what happened a year ago, was that when they reconvened, there was little debate about election fraud and the effects of mail-in ballots that Mm -hmm. people, everybody, all the election officials that I've 
read about or have talked to have concerns about things like mail-in ballots and and uh, when you have no voter ID. And yet the result after what happened, the uh, well, there certainly wasn't an insurrection, but um, after what happened after the protest, all our Congress marched back in and just and just certified the election. Just like that. And they would have. I think they would have anyway, but there would have been a debate and maybe some investigations. There would have been some good points brought up. But what it did was, was shut down the debate. Yes, it did. And that, that's why a lot of people believe, and it is very believable, that uh, that this was planned and uh, they used the people there to go ahead and and uh, achieve the purpose of certifying the election quickly without uh, without any to, photo yeah, moments. To insert fear into whichever representative, uh, elected representative, might question. And the ones that were going to question did not. No, that and they did. were prepared to. I mean, it was well known they were prepared to. And they were afraid Again, to it, then after that. Exactly. So were they afraid of the mob or were they afraid of something else? I, you know, politicians, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Congress. I can tell you it seems like people change and then, and, and when government gets big money controls and that's pointing fingers, but I'm doing it. So anyway, <laughs> I think they were ashamed. I think mm-hmm. after what happened and, uh, they were afraid that there was some type of right-wing plot, which there wasn't. I mean, nobody's been charged with that. Even, no, even the FBI that I don't have a lot of confidence in said they didn't believe there was any organized effort. I mean, this, but but it just silenced them. You know right. what I mean? It just kind of took the wind out of their voices, and, well, it, uh, and it went away. And now here a year later, we're using this to beat, Trump back over the head, and uh, they don't want him to get elected again. That's for sure. No, or, or anyone he supports. You know, one thing about President Trump that he's not given credit for is the people he endorses. He's he's been fairly successful, not wholly, but he's been more successful than most in endorsing candidates and being successful in elections. And that just scares the heck out of the out of the Democrats. Yeah, it really does. Well, I know he has endorsed uh, the lady in uh, Wyoming, uh, 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 Harriet Hageman, that's going to be running against uh, uh, Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney doesn't seem to be too worried. That's kind of scary too, because have they got that? Have they got that fixed, or are they telling her we're going to take care of you, Lizzie? We're going to take care of you. I want to. I want to talk about what truly is democracy, and if they love it so much. What happened after this that is unconstitutional? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Larry Crawford, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. From the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America, gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. 
The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224, that's 888 888- 316-2224. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. And 
and we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. And Larry, if if you listen to me very long, you find out that the fact that they keep screaming democracy is like nails on a chalkboard to me because we are a constitutional republic with some democratic laws or a legislation. But they scream about democracy all the time, all of them. And uh, so what is democracy to them? Is democracy taking, I don't know, they've got how many people from January 6th locked up in D.C. They're being abused. They're being denied. They have not been, um, or they have not been charged with insurrection, just trespassing and maybe, you know, destruction of property. But they're still there. They're not being allowed due process of law. So what is democracy to these folks that keep screaming about democracy? Because apparently it's whatever they want it to be on whatever day that's there. What is it? Well, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Is, is it democracy, two rules, and a lamb voting on what to have for lunch? Exactly. And, I, uh, I mean, yes, we are a representative republic, and... Um, but most, you know, that's a little bit deep into government. It eludes a lot of people thinking about this. But, yeah, it's, it's concerning that um, that this is not being taught in schools. and, uh, and, and we're It's not being practiced by for, Congress. No. You know, it's... Well, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we have, you know... I know that people think that it's, it's complicated, but when, if we read our, especially the Declaration of Independence, if you read the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, the original Bill of Rights, those first ten amendments, it's not difficult to understand. And there are things there that we have seen our government, whether it's state or local or DC, abuse and ignore. One is where they were, and that's the Eighth Amendment, where they were fining these bakers or florists because they didn't serve somebody, and they're fining them so hard that they're out of business. They can't continue their businesses. They lose it all. That goes against the Eighth the Eighth Amendment. And, you know, in the... um Declaration of Independence, it says that that they, meaning Congress, the elected officials, the government, they derive their powers from the consent of the governed. In other words, we the people are the ones in charge. It's not the temple of democracy. It's the house of the people. It's the people's house. So if democracy is so wonderful... Why does America now have citizens as political prisoners from January 6th? Not being charged. It's a year, it's a year ago now. They haven't been charged. They haven't been allowed a trial. Due process. What is democracy to these folks? Because I don't like what it looks like. That's for sure. Well, I I couldn't agree with you more. The um, 
some of the, I don't always agree with polls, but it's shocking to me that uh, they do poll people, and this is particularly in folks that are younger than us. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's a lot of those now, but <laughs> more and more all the time. They're dissatisfied with their country. In fact, it it goes beyond. You know, patriotism was just a a high calling in my lifetime, but now it's it's actually distaste for whatever government we even have now, distaste for our country and, and the leanings towards socialism. They don't like the the left doesn't like that word, but yeah, it's it's uh seems to be all for giving somebody control and uh, I don't know, maybe we've raised raising some mindless people, but I'm really, really, really happy that we've got people like you that, that continue to fight for the truth and, and use words like common sense, which used to be a, be a high calling, and now that's kind of a bad word in some circles. <laughs> as, yeah. Sovereignty so anyway, is dirty word. I, I mean, it's all. <laughs> I'm being a little facetious here, but, uh, yeah, it's it's very concerning. And, and this January 6th thing, I think today just illustrates Kind of the culmination of of all these silly silly leanings that um, that well, were being pushed at us. You know, and as as they go after people for being unvaxxed or pe- being unmasked, um, they are also setting they are setting the stage with today's coverage and and how they're portraying it. To all the people out there, whether it be me, whether it be you, one of my listeners, don't you dare question us, and we'll decide what a peaceful protest looks like. One of the videos that I saw, and it wasn't well last night. I don't think I saw it last night. I got interrupted last night. I had to pause it for a long time. I had one of my sons call me and chit-chat with me for a while, which was fun. But... um the crowd was standing there outside, not doing anything at this time, uh, in the video that I'm explaining, when tear gas and other things were shot into the crowd from, from up above. Why? Because they weren't doing anything. They were just standing there. They, at that point in time, it was completely and totally peaceful. And then it was after it, it that, was, and, that and it all and blew up. No, no warning. I mean, it just all of a sudden people were standing around and, and then the, they were being assaulted by someone. I take it Capitol Police and, and maybe others actually were being assaulted just standing there. Mm. Well, you know, in, in part of my monologue that I didn't get to because I got a little too long winded, I had a quote from Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation from extinction, away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream, and it must be fought for and protected and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will send, spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was like in the United States of America when we were free men. And I feel like that we have kind of let our children down. The public school system is teaching them that we are horrible, and we're, to my knowledge, we were the only country that had a war to f- stop slavery. And right now, everybody, these big corporations and such, they want to do all their business over in China and other countries so they can have cheap labor, which is slave labor. <laughs> it's just, 
it's a mess and it makes no sense. But America has lost its way. We're just about out of time here. But America has lost its way. And, um, I'm thankful for you. I hope, I hope I've kind of stirred you up a little bit. <laughs> we'll get you, get you active again. You don't have to run for office again. Just, uh, come on every now and then with me. Let's stir things up and keep people educated and, and, uh, this community is kind of quiet, you know, and, and, uh, we're pretty protected here in rural America, but, uh, one thing that I, I want to talk with you about further is the attack on rural America, and I'm sure you've seen it, but they're after the land. And if they take the land from the independent farmers and ranchers and producers, America will continue. That'll be the final fall, fall or the final, uh, stake in the coffin, so to speak. The music is about to end. Larry, thank you so much for being with me and helping me to, as I say, bring America home. God bless you. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork.